This is the Legacy Lineup. I'm your host, Ren Lawwell. Joining me, my co-host, Jimmy Barnett. And for the first time ever, uh, we're going to upload an episode onto YouTube. I uh, haven't done this before. Kind of something new we wanted to do. Try and get our, uh, get our names out there a little bit more. Uh, get the podcast out there to our listeners in different platforms. So, Jimmy, we've been off for almost two months now. Uh, finally getting back in the swing of things, man. Uh, how's it been going over the last couple of months? I know we had Christmas and New Year's and you've had a lot of life events going on. So how's, how's the last couple of months treated you? Yeah, man, it's, I'm glad that we're finally back. I, hopefully people didn't think that we canceled the show or anything like that, but just uh, had a lot going on um, between having Jackson in October at the end of October, three weeks early to, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas to Molly and I sold our house. We're finally, we were living with my parents for a couple months. Um, and then just this past weekend, we were able to move into our new house. So uh, finally unpacked and settled for the most part. We have Jackson's room left to finish, but uh, just glad to kind of be settled and have a home again. It's it's nice to have all this space. It's definitely bigger. Yeah, for sure. And that, but that'll change once once another kid comes along. You won't have all that space you think you have. So, uh, but it's nice to have it now. So that's that's cool. Um, yeah, it's definitely yeah, you nice. Guys, you guys moved moved into your house, so. Um, things just kind of moving along quickly, I guess, in life as it goes. So uh, we're becoming adults. I guess we're already there. I don't know. But uh, yeah, we've been off since I think before Christmas. Actually, the last episode that we did was Marissa and I did an episode before Christmas. Um, so we haven't really had a chance to get together. It's been kind of crazy and hectic, but finally back. And like I said, we're doing some new stuff here. We're going we're gonna to start uploading these videos on YouTube, try and grow the brand that way a little bit. Uh, we also have some merchandise um, that if you're interested in, you can uh, hit one of us up, either text uh, or um, you can email us. We have a new email account. Uh, it's at LegacyLineUpPodcast at gmail.com. Um, so send us an email if you're interested. Uh, you can comment under this video on YouTube. Um, we, are, we have hats uh, that I can have, which we're both wearing one now. Uh, there's a variety of colors and styles that you can get there's also uh, t-shirts that i can get made as well um, so if you're interested email me or call me or comment and uh i'll get you the information for that uh, but jumping into it this, this episode tonight a lot has gone on in the world of sports i know that's kind of the main thing we cover on this podcast is sports um so a lot of stuff going on especially for our teams um ohio state um football uh especially it's been a kind of a crazy offseason for the Buckeyes. Um, they won the Rose Bowl, of course, in January, um, and that was a pretty convincing win over a good Utah team, I thought. At least offensively, it was a, a, a good win, but defensively, it looked pretty pretty uh, sketchy at times. But some changes have been made this offseason, brought in some new coaches. Um, 
You know anything about the new coaches that were hired, Jim? Have you have you had? Yeah, I mean, I, I know that we hired some on the defensive side of the ball. Um, right. You know, Kerry Holmes didn't come back. Uh, he's now at UC with Luke Fickle. We we got a guy from UC over at Ohio State. Kerry um, Eliano. Yeah, which I think was a good hire. Um, I'm just excited. I know we got um, defensive coordinator. He's he's going to be in charge of the entire defense uh, from Oklahoma State, wasn't it? Yep, Jim Knowles. Yeah, Knowles. Uh, just excited to kind of see. I think the defense is going to be revamped and hopefully some energy. I know there's been a lot of talk from uh, the national championship team, the linebacker course specifically, uh, just about that line. You know, Ohio State, you know, the last few years hasn't been known for their linebackers. And, you know, right. Before that, we, you know, we had a good core there. So I think just getting back to just defensive football at Ohio State, I mean, we know we can or they can do it offensively. So just getting that defense built and kind of growing from that because defense is the reason we weren't in the national championship this year, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, if you look back at 2019 when uh, Jeff Halfley was brought in, uh, he worked alongside Greg Mattinson. Mattinson uh, for Ohio State, uh, Halfley, kind of that young guy that was energetic, just kind of brought a new energy to the defense. Uh, and that year, our defense was a much improved from the, the past year, 2018. Uh, and then, of course, he was only around for one one year. So then we had this new staff that came in uh, with Kerry Combs as a defensive coordinator. And it just didn't work out. I mean, I, I don't know if he was in over his head with that position. I mean, he's never been more than a, than a defensive back coach to that point. So I don't know if he's in over his head or what, but it didn't work out. Uh, so he moves on. He's back at UC now. We have Perry Eliano coming in to coach safeties. We have Tim Walton, who is uh, a former player at Ohio State in the, I want to say, n early 90s maybe, um, late 80s possibly. Uh, but he's coaching the NFL for the last 15 years. Um, actually, I don't, I don't know if you saw the comment from Jalen Ramsey. He said that he's the best cornerbacks coach he's ever had. So. That's pretty high praise from one of the best players in the league at that position. So he's coaching corners. Uh, and then we have Jim Knowles, who will be the defensive coordinator. He's going to coach linebackers, which I'm excited about because I think that'll kind of bring back some of that uh, notoriety, of that position, kind of like you talked about. We've kind of been known for that in the past with, you know, A.J. Hawk and Bobby Carpenter, James Laurinaitis, those type of guys. So hopefully Jim, Jim Knowles will bring that type of uh, energy back to that room. Um, but, yeah, I think overall, I mean, the staff, we also brought in a new offensive line coach that I'm excited about, Justin Fry, who's a young guy that I think has a lot of respect in the profession. So um, some good changes for them. Um, as far as, you know, recruits coming in in this class, uh, a pretty good class, top five class. They were number four, I think, overall ranked in the country. Uh, and some guys that are coming in uh, as freshmen, uh, linebacker C.J. Hicks from Dayton. He's from uh, Archbishop Alter. Down there, also Sonny Styles from Columbus. He's kind of like a hybrid safety linebacker type player. Um, Devin Brown's a quarterback they got in this class who uh, has kind of risen through the ranks at that position. After losing Quinn Ewers, that's a big one for them to get. Um, I think he's going to be a guy that in a couple of years could potentially be the starter after C.J. Stroud and Kyle McCord move on. So uh, that's a big move for them to bring that guy in. Um, but, you know, just a really good class continuing to get receivers, you know, high-level receivers. Uh, we got a kid named Keon Graves that's really exciting. Uh, I saw him in the Army uh, All-American game. Uh, I guess it's just the All-American game now. It's not the Army All-American game. But, but yeah, I mean, I mean, these coaches continue to, um, to produce. Brian Hartline, of course, he got a promotion in the offseason. Uh, and then uh, Tony Alford did as well. So uh, excited about next year. I think the question marks, again, are going to be on defense next year because our offense is just, I mean, it's, it's scary to watch. If you watch the Rose Bowl, 
saw how quickly they put up those points with, with Jackson Smith and Jigba. It was pretty, pretty fun to watch. So uh, excited about next year. Also on the football front, we have the NFL going on still. Uh, Super Bowl coming up in a week, and it will be the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Los Angeles Rams. Jimmy, huge Bengals fan. Uh, you love to see the Bengals make it that far. Um, what are your initial thoughts on Cincinnati going to the Super Bowl? Like, is this something that you ever would have expected this year coming into the season? Not this year, no. I mean, I, I was shocked, honestly. I, I knew they would be better. Um, I mean, that's that's football. You know, that's, that's the hope that every organization has. That, you know, you're going to have your ups and your downs. Cincinnati, luckily for me, being a Steelers fan, had a lot of downs. Um, I love, I hope that they're awful every year, but, uh, you know, I am a Joe Burrow fan. I love Joe Burrow. Um, I hope that he has a horrible game in the Super Bowl, though, and I hope that Matt Stafford hangs 100 on him. Um, you know, Stafford Stafford's my favorite quarterback in the league, so I hope that he definitely has a good game. But, yeah, I mean, it's surprising, man. Cincinnati, they're going to be good for years to come. They're talented offensively. Their defense has improved tremendously. Uh, if they don't get an offensive line, they're not going to have a quarterback very long um, because Joe Burrow is not built to take that, you know, all right. those hits. He's not built like Ben Roethlisberger. And, you know, Ben, toward the end of his career, you know, he retired this year and um, heck of a career. But, uh, you know, he was beat up, man. And I don't think Joe Burrow can go 18 years in the league getting hit like that, uh, like Ben did. But, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I hate the Bengals. Uh, you know, but they're a good football team, man. They're gonna, they're probably gonna be at the top of the AFC North for years to come, as long as things stay together. But as you and I both know, good years can turn into bad years the next. It, it does not matter in the NFL. Yeah, things change, players leave, guys get hurt. Yeah, and I think a lot of that too. You know, when you have success, especially in the NFL, when you have success like the Bengals have had, people are coming to poach your assistant coaches. They're coming to get guys that you know, in free agency that may, you know, may or may not resign them, may oversign them for something they're not worth. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like when you have success, like I, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2018, it's kind of what I'm referencing. They lost their quarterback coach. They lost their offensive coordinator. They lost their defensive coordinator, which he ended up leaving. But, um, you know, it, they, they're coming to poach your, your talent pretty much. I mean, Sean McVay, who's the other coach on the opposite side, he's lost his offensive coordinator. I don't think he's had the same one for – any at any point in his head coaching tenure, he's lost his offensive coordinator every year. Um, and that and that's hired. probably the most impacted coaching position, in my opinion, besides sure. the head coach, is your coordinators on the offensive side of the ball, probably more than the defensive. But because right. in the NFL, you got to be able to score points or you're not going to win. Um, right. And they, yeah. You know, you play the Kansas City Chiefs, you have to be able to put up points, and Cincinnati did that twice. Um, you know, so I mean. It'll be a good – honestly, it's a Super Bowl matchup that I, I like. Uh, it's two teams you don't see there very often, at least in my life. I mean, I know the Rams have been there a few – a couple times, right? Well, um, they, were there, they were there in 2020. Yeah. They played in New England. Not yeah, 2020. Not 2020? It was 2019 or 2020. I can't remember. They Maybe it was. I don't know. They but, played in New England. I remember that. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's not a team that you would have thought would have been there. But I guess – they did go out and put this team together, but those don't always work. I mean, in the NFL, super teams do not always work. Um, right. You, know, you just don't see that very often because guys collide. Um, the one player I don't want to see win a Super Bowl is OBJ. I can't stand him, but you know, he's, uh, I guess, in this sense, I 
I do want the Rams to win. I just wish he wasn't a part of it. And I know all Cleveland's with me. So, yeah, I, I, I OBJ, you know, kind of um, threw a fit and got his way, got out of town, and then ended up. He's on that kind of player, man. He's like Antonio Brown. I mean, they're they're two they're two different players, but they're also divas. I mean, they're kind of yeah. guys that just put on a you know, if you make them mad, they're going to go to the media and they're going to throw it all back in your face. Um, that's kind of what professional sports has turned into. It's it's sickening to watch, honestly. But yeah, and I'll say for the Bengals, I mean, the thing that surprises me the most, um, you know, I, I can expect their offense to be good. You know, Joe Burrow obviously is a guy that you could tell in his rookie year was going to be a successful player in the league, just the way he came out with the confidence he has. You know, he's one of those guys that you know doesn't get rattled, um, stays confident throughout. Kind of, I mean, he kind of reminds you of Brady, and I guess in that way a little bit. Um, so you kind of knew offensively they were going to be good, especially bringing in uh, Jamar Chase, who, you know, whether or not he had some issues with drops in the uh, preseason and people. You know, hey, <laughs> honestly, man, Cincinnati has two or three number ones at receiver. I mean, they're, oh, yeah. they're Higgins, good. Uh, Higgins as well. And then Boyd's a, an excellent slot guy. So, I mean, they have the weapons on offense. They have Joe Mixon, who's probably a top three or four running back in the league. Um, you know, offensively, I wasn't as concerned. I mean, obviously you mentioned offensive line and that's a concern, but. I, I'm surprised their defense is as good as it has been. And they brought in some guys. I mean, they brought in Hendrickson. They brought in um, Chido Abouzie. I can't – I don't know how to say his name. And Hubbard's the guy that's having the year, man. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Hendrickson is too. But I would say yeah, true. Eli Apple's been impressive. And he's had a terrible NFL start to his career. I mean, he got ran out of New York. He got ran out of uh, New Orleans. Like the dude, he's hated by everybody in the NFL. The only thing I can say by this about this man for the for the city of Cincinnati is, you know, the Bearcats made it to the playoffs, um, the college football playoffs. The Bengals make it to the Super Bowl. Let's hope that it rolls over to the Reds, baby. That way, you know, they they don't, you know, they have no luck. But uh, I don't know. For for us, I hope it happens. That'd be fun to talk I mean, about. It's been it's been thirty one years since the Bengals made the playoffs, so. I mean, maybe yeah. this is just the year of the year of the natty. I don't know. We'll see. Um, For not, the red sake, I hope so. I mean, I, they haven't done much as far in, in way in terms of uh, bringing in free agents since you know last year. So we'll see if they pull any triggers here coming up. I mean, Cassianis is still out there, so who knows what happens with yeah. him? But um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, the NFL's been kind of a whirlwind uh, recently with all the coaching hires as well. I mean, you've got um, all these positions, all these jobs that are open. I think there were seven jobs open at one point. Yep. So you've got the Denver Broncos hired their coach, Nathaniel Hackett. He's the uh, – or he was the offensive coordinator for the Packers. Um, you got Josh McDaniel was hired by the Las Vegas Raiders. Brian Dable, who's the offensive coordinator for the Bills, was hired by the New York Giants. Um, who else has hired their coach? Texans uh, haven't hired yet. Nope. Texans haven't hired yet. Saints. Haven't hired yet. They lost Sean. Um, am I, how am I missing? His, I forget his name now. Sean, what's his name? What's his name? <laughs> uh, it slipped my mind too. Uh, what is his Sean, name? Uh, Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Yeah, I don't know. The Vikings need a coach. The Dolphins need a coach. The Jaguars haven't hired a coach yet. Like, I mean, I honestly think the Dolphins is one of the most exciting positions. I think they, the Vikings too. I think both of those teams. I mean, I think they could both be good. I mean, I don't think it's going to take a ton to make them better. Um, yeah. I, I do think that the best hire was McDaniels for the Raiders. I think the Raiders – I like – I'm a big fan of Derek Carr. I think they'll be good. Uh, so, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of excited to see that. 
Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what to think about Josh McDaniel because he's like, I mean, he had the job for the Colts. Basically, he had the job and then backed took, out. Like, backed out. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand the thought process behind doing that. Well, he is, he is under Bill Belichick, so yeah, it's I hard know. to tell. I feel like it's means. you got a job, like you got an NFL head coaching job, and you just back out. Like, what, what does that mean? Like, what is, what does that? Sometimes, like? I mean, I guess what I would think he thought as the grass isn't always greener on the other side. So, you know, maybe he thought, I mean, I don't know. You never know. Maybe the bears also hired their new head coach, uh, Matt Everflus, who's, who was the defense coordinator for the uh, Colts. Um, so they're going in that direction, which is kind of surprising to me when they have a, you know, the bears always make the dumbest hires for head coach. Do. Like you wouldn't think, like, I remember reading the tweet that said, who the F did the bears just hire? Like, Nobody yeah. had ever really heard of him. But. I mean, I've heard of him. He's he's been a he's been a candidate for head coaching jobs here in the last couple of years, under under uh, former Eagles offense coordinator Frank Reich for the Indianapolis Colts. But I mean, they have a young quarterback who needs developed, and they hire a defensive minded head coach. Like that just doesn't make sense. Like everybody, the actually the Vikings actually hired a coach too, and that's something else I'm gonna get into. Also, was the whole Jim Harbaugh thing. It's kind of funny how that played out, but. Um, everybody's kind of going after these young offensive coordinators. I mean, the Eagles just hired Nick Sirianni last year. He's a young offensive guy. Um, you got the Sean McVay effect going, uh, you know, on all these, all these teams want young guys that are offensive minded. The Browns hired Stefanski. Uh, he's a younger guy, offensive minded. Um, Zach Taylor, Bengals head coach is a young guy, offensive minded. Like it just seems like that's the trend that everybody's going to. Cause like you said, you got to score points in the NFL or you, you can't compete. So it's, it's like, an offensive league, man. I mean, def- it's yeah. good if you have a great defense, but I mean, because look, I mean, it, it, it's it going to take a lot of talent to stop Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, those guys. I mean, absolutely. It, it's shifted over, over time because I mean, look at who the, you know, the perceived best coach of all time is Bill Belichick. He's a defensive minded guy, but now, you know, he's kind of middle of the road. I mean, the Patriots may not ever make it back to where they were, you know, because. I don't know that he has the uh, offensive capability to score as many points as he's going to need to score. I don't know. We'll I don't see. know, man. I, I honestly think the Patriots will be good again in a year or two. I do. I think I do think Mac Jones is a good quarterback. Not, I think. Yeah, but not dynasty level good. Like they, he's not Tom Brady. I mean, we'll never see another Tom Brady. I don't. Think. What do you think about that? What do you think about Brady retiring this year? What do you? What's your thoughts on Tom Brady retiring? I mean, dude, he played in the NFL. What twenty? How many years? Twenty. Twenty-two years. Twenty-two. Yeah. 22 years in the NFL. I mean, granted, he didn't get hit very much. So that's probably made it that nope. far. But um, I mean, is he the quarterback, the greatest, greatest of all time, in my opinion? Is he the greatest athlete of all time? You think? No. Nah. Greatest quarterback for sure. Greatest athlete. Nah. I wouldn't think so. I. I don't know. I mean, he greatest quarterback. No. No question. Ever. He oh, yeah. won seven Super Bowls. That's more than the second Steelers have six. They're second. Who's he, Who's the greatest? Seven. Who's the greatest athlete of all time, then? The greatest athlete of all time? Don't don't say Pete Rose or – No, I wouldn't say Pete Rose. I mean, I would – I don't know, man. I'm not – and I'm not – I don't know if I'm talking uh, about – Bo Jackson, maybe? I don't know. You're talking about athletic ability, right? Yeah, greatest athlete of all time would probably be Bo Jackson or Barry Sanders. Okay, that's in terms of athletic ability. I'm talking about in terms of, like, transcending their sport. Like, you know. King Griffey Jr. would be one, in my opinion. He was – unreal when he was in his prime i guess it, it i guess it comes down to like what you feel are the qualifications for being like the greatest like would tom brady basically be your uh be on your mount rushmore of greatest 
sports figures of all time, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I mean, be. I think he is because, I mean, the dude won seven Super Bowls like that. I don't even, you know, an NBA championship, I don't think is as difficult to win as a Super Bowl in the NFL. Like, I think it, I don't know that I'd say that it's not as difficult to win. That's too. Mm. I don't think you can compare those things. And, and it's hard to win a Super Bowl. Tom Brady did it got, seven times. That's impressive. Yeah, 50, I mean, 53 guys on the roster that have got a, it's all got to click, right? Yeah. NBA, like, what's an NBA roster? Like 15 guys, maybe? Something yeah. Like I mean, that. I don't know. I mean, probably 12 to 15. And, and guys how many of them, and some of them don't even ever even play. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of like, the Super Bowl is so much more difficult to win because you, everything's got to come together. I mean, you've got all this stuff that can get in the way of you winning it, and it's like, I don't know. I feel like seven no, Super Bowls. No one will ever beat that. I mean, no one will ever – it will never happen again in our lifetime. We will never see someone win seven Super Bowls by themselves. It, and I'm honestly surprised – I'm honestly surprised he didn't come back for another season. Like, I figured he – like, he sh- if he was going to retire, he should have went out last year when he won it. Like, I would have went out last year. But that's the thing winners do, man. They don't always they they it's it's a drug, man. Tom Brady even said like winning is what he played for. He played to win the game. And he uh I guess maybe in his mind he thought he couldn't do it no more. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I still thought he was pretty good. <laughs> so I would have taken him in Pittsburgh. I mean, he he's still freaking good. Well, I mean, so. he was still like one of the statistical leaders as far as like passing yards and stuff goes, and he's like what, 44 years old, almost 45. But, I mean, you got to think. I mean, every team Brady's been on, for the most part, they protected him pretty well, and that, that oh, yeah. helps. I mean, when you're not getting hit, um, like – and I'm comparing to the Steelers because that's the team I follow the most, but switch him and Ben. I mean, you know, like Brady wouldn't have been as good in Pittsburgh. Uh, he mm-hmm. wouldn't have been able to take those injuries and sustain all those hits over and over again, in my opinion. I don't, I don't know He's that he wouldn't have been as good in Pittsburgh. I think he, I think he would have been – he would have been protected in Pittsburgh. They, I mean, they've had good offensive lines in Pittsburgh. Here's what I'm saying. The last three years, he would not have been. Oh, yeah. Know, he, would have, he probably would have been out of town by then. He would have got out. Of yeah, town. I mean, he would have been hurt. <laughs> I mean, it's Maybe. it's just crazy. But, yeah, greatest of all time, Tom Brady, quarterback. I mean, probably the greatest football player we'll ever see. Look at the look at the quarterbacks that we've lost in the last two years. Though. I mean, you got Drew Brees is gone. Phillip Rivers is gone. You know. Tom Brady's gone. Ben Roethlisberger's gone. Like, it's just like it's that's like kind of like Eli Manning, Peyton Manning. I mean, those are you're losing like that's generational a, quarterbacks. All a, those guys were good. That's who we grew up watching. Like that, that, our generation grew up watching those guys. And now they're and all, they all won a Super Bowl, right? I mean, they all won at least one, right? I mean, yeah. I think Breeze won one. Nope, Phil uh, Rivers, Rivers won never won one. Yeah, didn't poor guy. Man. He, he's the guy that went to the team that uh, he ended up going to there because. Eli didn't want to, right? And right. Yeah, Eli, Eli made the right choice, and Billy Rivers is just—I love the and guy. I feel, I feel bad for the guy, and I think he's—he's he's a great player too. And I remember watching him in college. Ohio State played North Carolina State when he was in college. I think that was like—I don't think it was like 2003, maybe. But you could tell, like, he just had that like toughness factor, man. He was a tough dude. And watching those great. videos of him. Watching the videos of him, like on YouTube, sometimes I watch those of him like trash talking. It's hilarious because yeah. he doesn't cuss, right? So <laughs> it's it's absolutely hilarious because the, his trash talks, like people, like the opponents will laugh at him because it's just funny. Yeah, yeah. So NFL has a lot going on. Super Bowl is in two weeks. I want to say um, it's the fourteenth or thirteenth next weekend, next Sunday. Yeah, next Sunday. So it's going to be a big one. I will not actually be in the state on on the 13th i'll be in uh 
Missouri with my dad goose hunting. So I'm not going to have the opportunity to, uh, to watch it at home with you or anybody else. So um, I'll miss that one, but uh, I'll probably watch it in a hotel or wherever we're at, but going to be exciting, especially for Bengals fans. I know we have a lot of Bengals fans that listen to us. Uh, and I, I gotta tell you, man, I I'm, I'm definitely rooting for the Bengals and I know that's not, not a surprise to you. I'm sure uh, Combs Brand's will, a Bengals fan. I'm not a Bengals fan, but I support the Bengals because you know, everybody else in my family are Bengals fans besides my dad. You know, you know one thing that people ask me like at work, all the ladies at work and, you know, a couple guys, they're like, what, you're not rooting for the Bengals? And I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> you know, here, here's why. If the Steelers were in the Super Bowl, would the Bengals root for them? Absolutely not. freaking not. They would not. Nope. If the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl, are you rooting for the Dallas Cowboys to win the Super Bowl? No. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's not that – like, T-Scar and I have talked about it. Never make it to it's not Bowl. that hard to understand that – it's a rivalry. I mean, like, I don't like the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't I like the Cleveland Browns. I don't like the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens. I am not rooting for them to win Super Bowls. I don't want them to. And that's fine. The, the guys, Nick, Andy, Adam, all those Bengals fans, good. I'm glad that they are getting to experience it, but I hope that they're sad on the 14th of February, whatever day it is, or 13th. I do. I hope they lose. I, I And that's okay I because they would hope that the Steelers lost. And that's, that's just a friendly rivalry. Like, I think, I think it depends. People today are people yeah, I agree. But I also find it strange that like uh, that you and, and Combs get angry with me. I'm not a I'm not an AFC North. You player. are a closet Bengals fan. You you are. And BJ okay. is another one I don't understand. I can understand you a little more because it's not in division. And like your grandpa was right. a Bengals fan. Like, yeah, I can get that. But What's like BJ is a Cleveland Browns fan. though. He should not be rooting for the Cincinnati Bengals to win the Super Bowl. I how don't care he, who you are. You shouldn't be rooting did, for them. To win how the did Super BJ Bowl. become a Cleveland Browns fan, though? Because his dad's, uh, a, his Bengals. dad's a Bengals fan. I get it. But so how did he become know. a Browns fan? He's a Browns fan, but he roots for the Bengals. He is rooting for the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. BJ, when you watch this, he, BJ knows my opinion on that. I think he's a Bengals fan. Um, and it's, just, it's crazy to me. I, I don't, don't understand how you root for I don't know why it bothers you. I mean, it really it does bothers bother me. It, it really bothers crazy. It really bothers Combs the most, I think, though. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm uh, Combs is a little extreme for me. I mean, I don't wish extreme. bad things to him like Combs does, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we won't get into that. But uh, yeah, no. I mean, I you know, at the end of the day, it, it's just a sport. It's not like I'm going to bed thinking about that. But uh, you know, I now if this was the Reds, I would be going to bed thinking about it because that's I live and breathe Reds baseball, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it'll be a good game, man. I really do think it'll be a good game. Hopefully, it's a high-scoring affair, and we're going down to the last drive, and uh, the Rams take it in and win a Super Bowl. Yeah, that'd be cool. Not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Super Bowl next Sunday. Um, it'll be a, a good game, I'm sure. Um, but I won't be here, so I don't really care. Uh, let's see. What are our plans for uh, for the upcoming year? Like, what are we planning on doing? I know we're doing this over Zoom, so uh, we obviously don't have any the excuse of not being able to get together anymore because um, I yeah. kind of figured out how to do it over Zoom. So, um, I think I think one thing we want to share, like that's new for us, is uh, we have folks that are people that have reached out to us um, on the Twitter. Um, right. you know, Ren and just so people know, Ren and I both have access to our Twitter and our Instagram account. We both have access to our email account a YouTube page. Uh, we'll reply to stuff as soon as we can, but we've had people reach out and want to be on the show. 
we want more of that. Like we're going to have some guests that we won't mention their names today, but we're going to have some people that we're going to have on the show. Probably, probably do it over Zoom for most of them. Some of them we might do it in person. Show. I don't know how that'll work, but uh, yeah. it's going to be exciting. It's going to be cool to see, and it's going to be some people maybe you wouldn't expect to see on the show. So uh, we're excited to talk to them and. You know, hopefully through the year, we can have at least once a month, we have a new guest come on. And I mean, doing it over Zoom, hopefully that allows people the flexibility to get on the show. Um, it, it is easier to kind of, you know, if you live in Cincinnati, Columbus, Dayton, or city or state, it's easier to get on the show. And we want to kind of expand that and try to grow this thing. I mean, you know, we're not pros, but we're just having fun talking sports. That's what we like and talking life. I mean, we're, we're just two guys that are, just sports junkies and just want to talk about life and sports and just have a good time. And we hope that more people will start watching, listening and come on the show. For sure. For sure. Um, you know, I, I, those are my favorite episodes to do with people that, you know, our friends and, and whoever else that want to come on and talk to us, like just to have somebody else and have different perspectives and talk about, you know, their experiences. I think that's what, you know, people enjoy listening to the most is, you know, those, those chats we have with other people that, you know, maybe you wouldn't get to know them otherwise if, if they hadn't come on and talked to us. So I think those are kind of cool. And we're going to do, like, like you said, with some people that you may not expect that uh, have some different backgrounds and um, a lot of cool things they've done and, and have probably some good stories to tell as well. So um, we're excited to, to get that rolling here. Hopefully in the next month, um, we'll be putting out more content, I think, on a regular basis and uh, getting some new people on here to, to share that with us. But uh, yeah, I mean, 2022 is going to be a better year for the podcast. We're going to expand it in different ways um, with the YouTube and with the um, different guests we're going to have on and uh, should be exciting. Uh, anything else going on in 2022 we should mention? Um, any goals you have personally for the year that you want to throw out there? Well, um, I don't know if they're goals. I mean, I, I definitely want to, uh, I want to play more golf this year than I did last year. I didn't play a whole lot of golf. So definitely want to get away and enjoy. Uh, uh, for me, that's a way to relax. It sounds funny because I get so mad when I golf, but it's a way for me to kind of get away from everything and relax. Uh, work can be stressful. Life can be stressful. Um, so for, for me, it's a good way to relax. So I just want to do that more. Uh, start doing, you know, I think this year we're going to start our first ever uh, like uh, family vacation with our friends group, me and Rand. Yep. Uh, we have a few other couples and their kids going. So that'll be fun. We're going to try to start that year to year. So that's a goal is to continue that. I, I got that with Ren's help. We got that pushed through this year and we got a book. So we're excited about that uh, going into July. Uh, so that'll be fun. Um, and just kind of, you know, making sure I spend a lot of time with my family and my wife and my son and watch him grow up and hopefully have a good life. So, Yeah, for sure. Um, same, same kind of thing for me. I mean, I'm not going to play golf, but, uh, you know, just do more, do more things with the family. Um, especially in the summer when I'm, I'm off for three months, you know, or whatever it is. So I have the kids every day, so I want to do more things with them. I mean, Hayes is still a little young at this point, but Bowen, I can actually take him places now. Cause before it was like, you know, if I took him somewhere, he wasn't going to know what was going on anyway. So but this year he'll be able to go places. We can do things together. We can, you know, start going out in the yard and throwing the ball around a little bit, maybe getting him ready for that. Um, Cause he definitely needs to be more active. He kind of sits inside all day right now. It's kind of, kind of miserable being in the house all day. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, get my, you know, I got to get them ready for preschool as well. So I'm going to have to, you know, basically be a teacher in the summer as well. Um, so that'll be enjoyable, I'm sure, um, <laughs> with your own kid. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for the vacation. Um, we're going to be going to uh, Alabama this year with Jimmy and his wife. And like you said, a bunch of other friends as well. Cast Iron Clay will be there on that group trip. I'm sure he's excited and ready to roll. Um, uh, you know, and it's, it's going to be a fun year. I'm, I'm excited for this year. I have the goal of, of weight loss as always. You know, that's always on my mind. I'm always trying to push for that. So I'm trying to get down to 210 is my goal weight. Right now I'm about 238. So I have about, you know, 20 pounds to lose, uh, 28 pounds to lose. Um, so that's my, that's one I'm going to focus on hard here as we get towards uh, uh, March and, and all that. You know, I, my goal was to be uh, in shape for my sister's wedding. Sasha's getting married in uh, October. I think it's October 1st. Uh, so I'm trying to be in shape for that, fit into my tux that I get. So that's going to be my big goal for October. But uh, yeah, man, just another year um, trying to grow this little brand we have. I think it's 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 been fun and exciting for us. And hopefully this YouTube thing works out. Like I don't, we have no idea what we're doing. So I don't, I don't know what it's going to look like or sound like, uh, especially with the the equipment that we're using. I have my microphone, but you you're just doing it on Zoom. So hopefully we can figure that kind of stuff out and uh, get this podcast continuing to roll. Um, I don't have any idea how much time we've been on right now. Um, I haven't checked my... 35 what is it? What is it? 35 or 40 minutes, I'd guess. I don't know. Okay. Well, I just I just checked, and my Audacity thing never started. So um, we're going to have to be using this audio from, uh, from the Zoom recording. Uh, so hopefully I can break that down and put it on uh, all of our listening platforms as well we're going to keep the content coming on the platform so it'll still be on apple it'll still be on pot spotify it'll still be on spotify google what did you say Russell westbrook Russell westbrook yeah um but i know like i'm we've been off for like almost two months and i've, I've gotten uh texts and email not emails but texts and direct messages and from people that want to want content like they want to they're like what's going on like why haven't you guys recorded an episode my mom texts me all the time like what why haven't you put out a new episode i want to listen to it you know so it's like people like kind of like listening to it so that's why i like doing it um obviously i like talking to you sometimes i mean we talk what every single day i mean my wife gets jealous and i've said that before but she does she gets jealous she's like what are you talking to jimmy about you can't talk to me i'm an entertaining guy man i'm fun to talk to what can i say we just i just feel like we've we've always i don't know what what the deal is with that like do people do that or are we just are we just kind of weird in that sense oh man I, I talked to you and other friends i mean i i don't know girls are different man they're weird i don't know they don't talk yeah, to what, what's the deal with that i think that's one thing we need to do is bring on a female and have the perspective of you know because like we 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 enjoy doing things together but i feel like women don't as much like they don't enjoy being with their friends as much maybe i'm wrong in that but maybe I, don't I think they do them. like enjoy it, but they don't like for them. It's not like they can do it once every five months and be fine. Like, right. I can't do that. I mean, I, I want to go to like hang out, go to roosters, and go to a basketball game or a football game. I Speaking don't of basketball games, speaking of basketball games, I, when is the, did you get the uh, boys, the McLean boys uh, tournament bracket schedule? I haven't seen it yet. It's, I don't know if it's been drawn yet, has it? I'm not oh, sure. I'm not I sure, but I, I would like to go to the tournament Sunday. game. So, 
Yeah, the girls right. are Sunday. The girls are playing at Vinton County. Yeah. On the 14th. That's a Monday. And I will Dude. be in Missouri. Yeah, I'm here to tell you, man. Uh, you know, I've been like now that I know Jackson's going to McLean, like I'm not gonna be moving him to the rival Hillsboro, like as far as I know. Uh I've been getting back into McLean sports since I left from coaching and left high school and all that. And, Dude, this basketball team's good. Like, this Badgley kid's good. This Bryson Badgley kid's tough. Kendall Tony's tough. They're a good team. I mean, you know, I'm not comparing them to, like, Dante Jackson's team, but they're good. Like, yeah. I know Union uh, – not Union, Waverly, I went and watched them play with Combs. Um, we watched them play um, – what's that, North – not Northwest. Uh, yeah, maybe it was Northwest. I can't remember who it was. Uh, but we watched them play, and honestly, man, I'm telling you right now, they're ranked in the state in Division Two, I think, and I think Greenfield is better than them. Like, I really do. They played Miami Trace, and they've lost what? Have they lost two games this year? Is that what it is? They've lost uh, Fayetteville, Jackson, in Jackson, which was a fluke. I mean, they blew Jackson out at home. What so, happened? Fayetteville, Fayetteville, that good? Yeah, Fayetteville has really... a kid that's. They have a kid that's pretty good. Um, their record's not great, but they do have a kid that's pretty good. Uh, he's bigger. They're big. They're tall. And Greenfield doesn't really have that going for them. It's like, when I say big, I mean, like, they're like 6'5". I think they have a kid that's like 6'5", 6'6". Um, but this Badgley kid can shoot. I mean, he, he's a good ball player. I've watched him as he's gotten older. and He's pretty good. And the Tony kid's good. Um, they have a bunch of good players. They have a good a lot of role players. It seems like they have guys that know their role on their team. Um, and, and that's when teams are good. That's when they click, you know, especially in basketball. You know, you want to put five guys out there and um, you have to have those guys coming off the bench, sixth, seventh, eighth man. And, uh, the Greenfield's got it. I'm excited to watch them. I mean, yeah, I'd like I'm to go to the tournament game. If I can. I'd like to go if, if it's if it's um, after I get back from Missouri. That'd be great. Um, the girls, like I said, they drew Vinton County, who's the four seed. Uh, last year, Vinton County girls went to the state championship game, um, yeah. but they lost their best player and their coach, I guess. But they also have a couple of girls that are from that team that were pretty good. Uh, and they have a girl named Cameron Zinn that's pretty good. But, uh, yeah, they got a tough draw, man. They're, they're the 13 seed. Uh, so they're, Greenfield they're, girls get a tough draw every year, even if they do. Seed, yeah, yeah, they, they get a tough draw. I mean, they're, they're, their division's really tough. I mean, you got Thornville Sheridan, who's the one seed that is just always very good. You've Isn't got, that uh, who they played last year? Me and you did the game. I think – I think no. Last year they played um, Circleville. 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 Circleville last year in the cha- in the tournament, uh, but they were very they were number two in the state last year. Circleville was. Yeah, they were good. So, but they always get a tough draw in the tournament. Um, but they uh, Saturday uh, was supposed to be the last game, uh, but it's going to be rescheduled with Hillsborough. But that next game with Hillsborough will be uh, the legendary Mike Schumann's final call on uh, WVNU with me. So that'll be a that'll be a sad time for me. Uh, the last call with Chewmate uh, for the Lady Indians and Lady Tigers. So I'm not sure when that's going to be rescheduled for next week, but we'll see what when that drops. So um, anything else you have in closing here, Jimmy? I'm I'm hoping that we have enough time here um, to get something on. No man, I don't, I don't have anything else. Um, I mean, this is the uh, first time we've been back in like two months, so yeah. you, you gotta have something. Well, um, honestly, man, like, I'm kind of like, if you want me to be honest, like, I'm like mentally exhausted from unpacking this house, hauling everything. No. Did it all. And 
we did it all in like uh, below zero temperatures and yep and we got the winter storm of the century coming through right now i'm listening to trees crackle outside this window <laughs> snap i've already watched it break twice um I'm surprised yes, we both have electricity to be able to do this. Honestly, yeah, don't say that. I, I hope we keep this electricity, but uh, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited to be back. I'm excited to start doing it this way. I'm glad we finally decided to do this. We we had talked about it, but I think we were just kind of trying to see if this was something we were going to keep doing. Um, oh no, I was I was always going to do it. I was waiting on you to make your decision. Yeah. Ren kicked me off the podcast once. <laughs> so I can the name so. No, I didn't kick you off. You just, I, I had to, I felt like I had to get some stuff out there. And yeah, I will I have mean, you know, I will have you know that the Mike Shoemate episode is a personal favorite of a lot of people. So, well, I'm sure, dude. Shoemate, Shoemate <laughs> can tell a story. He can talk about his life. I mean, he's no. an interesting dude. I wish I could, I, I, I enjoy the times that I've got to go to basketball games with you and Mr. Shoemate, just like hang out. I mean, he's a fun time. He's a really good dude. Um, he's going to be missed on 97.5. I, I love listening to him and you call the games. Um, I'm definitely no replacement for Shoemaker the games. I've stepped in, and that guy is good. So, yeah, I'm going to miss you. So, shout out to Mike Shoemaker if he watches this. Uh, we're going to miss you on the sports giant of Southern Ohio. Like 97.5. Stewart's Pharmacy is located in second. <laughs> <laughs> and then how do you say it? Adian? Adian? I can't. We always screw that one up. It's uh, it's Adian. No, nope, it's Adiant. Is it? No, See, adiant. I don't know. It's Adiant. And the only reason I know it's Adiant is because I was listening to the guy that does the actual yeah. ad read say it. Donnie Harry, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. So, <laughs> I don't, but you know, I can't say, the word I can't say is prescription. I can't say that. It's like, um, we can fill your next prescription while you shop. And I always mess that up when I say it on, on the air. I know I'm going to do it in my head, but I can't prevent myself. One, um, thing, anyway, one thing I do want to say in closing, uh, so I'm going through some boxes today down here in this uh, living room I'm in. And I was going through some stuff and I found a lot of like uh, stuff from my senior year or like high school and a lot of senior pictures. People would write me some notes on the back of them. You know how people, I don't know if they still do that, but back in our day, like 10, 15 years ago, they did that. And I found one from, it was signed 3-5 Nation. That's how it was signed. It was signed from Ren Longwell and it had this little note on the back of it. I had to, I had, I, I kept a picture. It's one of the few that I kept the rest of the way but uh yeah i had a little note on the back of it and i can't remember what it said but anyway so we've been friends for at least since 2008 so i gave you a senior picture yep yep you did uh several people did but i had a, I had a ton man i had a ton but did i uh did you just say you threw some away yeah i like i had so many things what that i jerk, don't man did, did you throw mine away many, how many do you know? I kept yours. How many do you have? Like, how many do you have that you got back then? Probably not very many. I have but, no idea. I don't yeah. even know where those would be. They have to be at my parents' Dude, house. it is so crazy, the stuff I found. I mean, I was reading stuff from, like, when I was in fifth grade, like, stuff that I still had. I told Molly, I was like, I can't believe I still have this. Like, why did I keep this? Like, notes. and Notes from girlfriends and stuff? Yeah, I don't know. No, I did find a couple like pictures that I was kind of embarrassed to have, so I threw those away. But uh, could we could know. we do an episode where we read the notes that you wrote to your girlfriends in fifth grade? I think that well, would I don't have the notes I wrote then. Oh, notes they wrote hard, you. That'd be even better. Hard to tell what I wrote then. Dear Jimmy, you're such a cute boy. <laughs> you have such a I cute will. smile. Yeah, I sure do. But yeah, I mean, it's it's been fun finding all this old stuff. I, a lot of my old like, as a matter of fact 
for this yeah. uh for this episode for this episode the picture for this episode i'm going to use a picture of jimmy when he was a elementary student so. no you're not <laughs> you yes, better not i'm going to i think that'll be that'll be a good uh ending point for us a nice picture of you in elementary school it's a nice one all right my mom dressed me just so you guys know no i'm not talking about that one no all right wait are you talking about the one where you're like sitting cross-legged with your glasses on yeah <laughs> yeah i got that one too but i got another one i might throw out there oh man it's been fun though man i'm glad we're back uh, you better get in bed man it seems like you're about ready to go to sleep Dude, I'm exhausted. I told you, I am mentally exhausted. I am mentally exhausted. Are you guys off tomorrow, too? Yeah, we closed already, so I got a little bit of work I got to do from home, but it's kind of nice being able to do that, so. Yeah, man, so I'm, I'm, uh, this is like the first actual snow day I've had all year being closed, so. Yeah, I know you you were closed today and tomorrow, right? Today and tomorrow, we set the precedent. Our, Our districts came out and said, we're doing it first, and then everybody followed suit. So, all right, buddy. Well, this, this has been the legacy lineup. Uh, if you like this video, please comment, I guess, like, and share. I don't know. We're going to talk to Polly about how to do this YouTube thing. Cause I have no idea. So um, like the content, uh, like, YouTube. Uh, like, share, retweet, whatever you gotta do. Hit us up on Instagram. We're on um, Twitter. We're on, we have an email legacy lineup podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you're interested in merchandise, you want one of these cool hats we got, um, let me know and I will uh, get you the information for that. So this is Ren Lawwell and Jimmy Barnett, and we are the Legacy Lineup. We look forward to you coming back next time. Thanks, guys. And I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. No, I won't do that. Some days it don't come easy, and some days it don't come hard. Some days it don't come at all, and these are the days that never end. And some nights you're breathing fire, and some nights you're caught in nice. Some nights you're like nothing I've ever seen before. Will again, maybe I'm crazy. Oh, it's crazy and. I know you can save me, no one else can save me now but you As long as the planets are burning As long as the stars are burning As long as your dreams are burning You better believe it that I would do anything for love Oh, I would do anything for love Oh, I would do This episode is brought to you by Blackgate Hunting Products. Follow them on Instagram and their website, blackgatehuntingproducts.com, Lakeside Real Estate and Auctioneers, LLC, and the Fantasy Football Perspective on YouTube.